Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now in today's episode, we're going to consider how our mindset and personality can influence our overall health and well-being. Now, as a regular listener to my podcast, you'll know how I like to delve into the areas of total somatic movement, mindset and mindfulness. So today we're going to consider the personality trait, grit. Now, grit is something that at times can be very much overlooked in school settings and in the workplace. People often focus on IQ rather than grit. However, I'm sure that you'd agree with me that the way that we live and the trials that confront us at the moment, it's often grit and sheer determination which actually shine through. It's that sheer determination and willingness to persist towards long-term goals or outcomes. And this reminds me of the inspiring inventor, Thomas Edison. Now, as we know, he was an amazing inventor, creating many products. However, the one that we all know and we benefit right down to today is the light bulb. Did you know that Thomas Edison had grit? testing over 6,000 different materials for the light bulb filament before finding the one that would actually work. His famous quote explained his experience of life and also those discoveries that he found along the way because he would often say that genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Grit has been seen to be a large contributing factor towards graduation rates with public school children in the US, even after other variables such as the perceived motivation, support from parents and teachers, demographic variables and standardised test scores. This personality trait of grit has also been followed on into adulthood, with researchers showing that people with grit are less likely to change their careers frequency. There's a greater retention within the workplace with people that exhibit the personality grit. So this is where we start considering what type of mindset a gritty person has. Plus, can we build grit within children? Can we build grit within ourselves? Now, with the increase of research within the field of mindset, many researchers believe from their years of testing that cultivating a growth-orientated mindset is a large factor towards persistence, determination, grit and that expression to never give up. Those with a growth mindset believe that every experience and mistake they make, they can always gain greater insight, empathy, life lessons and they'll always learn something from it. It continues to refine, not define them. Cultivating a growth mindset in children comes down to partly our own behaviours as adults being witnessed by children because we are their role models. Plus, it's the power of our words. That's why encouragement is strongly suggested, such as expressions like, I am so proud 
of you for working so hard. Or it could be, your perseverance and dedication to your studies is fantastic. This is all helping you gain skills that will help you as you get older. This type of narrative encourages a child to continue applying that grit and perseverance as we know it will serve them well into adulthood. It creates that greater resilience for them. Interestingly though, a person with a fixed mindset has a very different look on the world and it can influence their level of grit. People with a fixed mindset believe their skills and abilities of what they've been given and they're unable to change or develop them. This is where, as adults, with children watching, our words to what we say to ourselves as well as to our children is very important. If they see us saying to ourselves, I'm a failure, or maybe we say to the children, just face facts, you're never going to win, or you will never amount to great things because look where you've come from. Now, they can be pretty harsh words, but in the heat of the moment, those expressions can come out. And when they come out, they stick in our child's subconscious. So what can happen is we start creating a fixed mindset, believing that we have no control to change our situation and everything is hard and it requires too much effort to change. So that means that the overall energy and belief behind a fixed mindset is exhausting and draining. However, in a previous podcast, I delve into how school teachers in a low socioeconomic area of the US changed the way they communicated to their students, leading to an incredible turnaround in academic results. To hear in detail how the teachers created this fantastic result with the children, listen to my podcast episode, Mindset is Everything. However, would you consider that the actions of grit requires effort and at times can create energy that could possibly be to the point of exhaustion. Could we consider, like with everything in life, creating a bit of yin and yang? You see, if grit is the tough side of our personality, could we consider creating a state of balance in our personality by developing compassion and tenderness to ourselves? Consider for a moment how you feel when you see someone suffering Most human beings have an inbuilt desire to help them and be sensitive to their pain, showing empathy. This is what makes us emotionally balanced, using our mirror neurons to show empathy and tenderness to others. At times, we can be compassionate and empathetic to others, and yet we can be our own worst critic. As you will be aware, as a regular listener to my podcast, this is where we are always a work in progress with our own life. You see, no one is perfect, and so there are times where we feel quite vulnerable and low. And this is where we develop a somatic mindset and approach to our feelings. So instead of intellectualising the reasons behind them, instead, we notice, we feel, and we embody the sensations. We become less cognitive and develop an embodied or a felt sense within. Interestingly, functional MRIs have shown areas of our brain such as the left temporal region and the insula are active. These are the same areas that are active when we feel empathy to others and also reassure ourselves with no judgment, instead creating ways of developing a state of balance from within. So if you are a member of the Total Somatics membership, you will know how I have created audio classes to assist with vagus nerve regulation. 
I personally love using the vagus nerve regulation strategies too and notice how being less cognitive, which involves trying to analyse the whys and the hows, and instead knowing that with the challenges that we face in an ever-changing world, we know that our nervous system is constantly adapting and changing. So to expect it to stay in a state of calmness has been shown in the neuroscience world to be impossible. And the reason for this is that it has to fluctuate throughout the day in order to create and generate those subconscious survival mechanisms such as the fight, flight and feigning death situation. You see, neuroscientists and neuropsychologists have discussed the power that lies within learning how to actually create a nurturing manner that will develop regulation within your nervous system and in particular accessing the vagus nerve. So if you remember within the Total Somatics membership, go to part two, click on ongoing and scroll down to the audios and you'll notice there there are audios for vagus nerve regulation. And as you know, with all audios, there will be more content that is uploaded frequently to create greater variety to your practice and versatility to your nervous system. And that's the key thing. When we are aware that our nervous system is going to fluctuate, it's going to change throughout the day. What we want to be doing is developing the resilience and also that flexibility within our nervous system, knowing that at times we may feel a bit flat, other times feeling that, you know, things can be taking us into that nervous anxiety or that high functioning anxiety. But when we notice that we might be both ends of that behavioral pattern, we can develop vagus nerve regulation strategies to actually create a greater state of balance from within. So go to the vagus nerve regulation audios within the Total Somatics membership to actually start embodying and implementing that practice. Now, if we refer back to self-compassion, researchers have linked it with reflective wisdom, self-awareness, insight and the capacity to see life as it really is. Now, it's linked with initiative and think about it, initiative is creating changes that can lead to a more productive life. So this is where I feel that self-compassion is a gentle quality which resembles the tougher quality of grit because in both situations, the two personalities allow for times of setback and roller coasters with, without us having to overanalyze the whys and the hows. And instead, we go with the flow by accepting it the expression of dusting ourselves off and getting on with that activity, dealing with it and then moving on. Always knowing that however nauseating that expression may be, it is actually character building and it contributes towards the rich tapestry of our life. Now, if you are a member of the Total Somatics membership, you will know that the members workshops the videos, the audios and the other support material that I provide for you encourages you to be open, to create self-awareness, this non-judgmental attitude, a curiosity, also to be agreeable and to simply observe and be conscientious with our daily total somatic awareness practice to how we move, how we think, how we speak and what you notice with your daily habits. Collectively, these traits are all considered to be under the heading of self-compassion.
So even if you are having days when you feel that you are low and you're not achieving what you cognitively or mentally think you should be, stop and allow self-compassion to take over. As I'm always encouraging the Total Somatics members to do, is can we look at ourselves with soft eyes? And this expression can be applied in many settings within Total Somatics. However, to begin with, our thoughts and intentions can be less harsh and with greater empathy and gentleness, knowing that our amazing nervous system fluctuates every moment of the day. So by simply slowing down and allowing for time to reset, recalibrate and reframe with total somatics principles and practices, we can create resilience that will blend both grit and self-compassion. So if you'd like to learn more about total somatic movement, mindset and mindfulness practices, go to totalsomatics.com and periodically I open the membership doors. So to find out when that will be, Leave your details on the Join Now page at totalsomatics.com and you will be the first to know. Until next time, take care. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.